Hey friends, welcome back to the Uncommodified Podcast. I'm Tim Windsor, and again, I'm coming at you from my RV. And for those of you on the uh, YouTube channel, you'll see me there. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast and iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to, you're just going to hear my voice as, uh, as normal. I set up a little bit remote studio in my RV when I do it, and we get pretty good quality out of it, which I really like. It's a lot of fun. And then my producers make it sound really great, which is excellent. Now, here's what I want to talk to you about. I've been thinking about this for a long time. And I want to share a story with you. Some For some of you, this story will be familiar. For some of it, it won't be. Um, but I want to share a story that actually comes from, from the Hebrew narrative, uh, uh, the Hebrew holy scriptures of, of what often is referred to you know, as the Old Testament. Or in this case, if you're from the Hebrew tradition, it is your Hebraic tradition. And I want to share a story with you, and I want to just be really clear. You could see this story as the absolute truth, the way it happened, and and or you could see it just as a fable. I don't care. I, I, you could see it as a fable, a great story, or the absolute truth of a narrative or a situation that happened. That doesn't really matter to me. But right now, let me just say, let's just say it's a, it's a fable. And maybe in this fable or in this narrative or story or metaphor, it has something to say to us. And here's what I want to talk about. It's a story from that Hebrew tradition. It's a story of a man named Jacob. And Jacob's name means, literally the name given to him, Jacob, means deceiver. And and Jacob, according to this narrative and history, he was a bit of a deceiver. He was a trickster, and he was a bit of a trickster. In fact, according to the this story, he tricked his brother out of his inheritance at one point. Um, and so Jacob struggled with uh, being a great person, being a moral person, like a lot of us do. He had he was conflicted, he had challenges, and he wasn't apparently able to understand or really come to grips with who he was. And he really was what his name said. He was a deceiver, he was a trickster, he was not a person that was honorable at times. And there is a story in his life that is recorded where all of a sudden he has this encounter. And he ends up not just wrestling his demons, not just wrestling his darkness, but he ends up, according to this narrative, wrestling an angel. And I don't understand what that means, really, and we'll just look at it as a spiritual being, maybe. Some kind of a, an otherworldly encounter happens, and Jacob ends up in a wrestling match with this divine being. And according to the narrative, there there's comes a point in this wrestling, this struggle, this and I don't know if they're on the ground wrestling or if this is, again, a dream or if it's in his mind. I don't really know what's happening. But there is a wrestling that is talked about. And in this wrestling, there's an encounter, a part of the encounter, which is very interesting. And there is, in the narrative, there comes a point in time where, the, as, as they're wrestling, the divine being or the angel, according to this narrative, says to Jacob, hey, what's your name? And I find this fascinating because if you think about it, it's it's an angel in the story or narrative. And you would think this angel or divine being probably knows who, who this person is. So the question I always ask when I originally read this story years ago is, for whose purpose or for what reason is the angel asking, what is your name, Jacob? I actually come to believe it's probably more for Jacob's sake. So he has to understand and come to grips and ultimately admit, I am Jacob, he says. I am Jacob. I am the deceiver. And the angel articulates that, that's right, you are Jacob, you are this deceiver, you you have these problems of being a moral man and doing good things at times. But then the angel in the story, according to the narrative, comes in and impacts Jacob in a powerful way and actually changes his name and says, you know what, you are Jacob, you are a deceiver, but going forward, you're no longer going to be Jacob, your name's going to be Israel. And, and the angel, according to the story, changes his name to Israel. The interesting thing is, Jacob means deceiver, and Israel in Hebrew literally means the Prince of God. 
And so somehow there's a transformation that happens in this wrestling as Jacob wrestles his demons, but actually his angel. The angel invites the wrestling, and maybe through this, Jacob is wrestling his demons. He comes to a place of transformation, and the angel gives him a new name. Now, it's interesting, according to this narrative, it says he was marked from this experience from that time forward, because as they wrestled, it suggests that the angel took their finger, his finger, her finger, I don't really know, uh, I don't know if there's a gender or their finger, I'm not sure how it works with angels, put a finger in the in the hip socket of Jacob. And according to the narrative or story, it says that from that time forward, Jacob limped. He, had a, he was marked by that experience. According to the narrative, he went immediately from the experience and actually humbled himself in front of his brother, who he had deceived out of his birthright. And so there was transformation. Something happened through this wrestling. And this story, again, uh, could be an absolute true story or it could just be a fable. It doesn't really matter. But my challenge to you is, do you need to wrestle demons? Or maybe, more importantly, do you need to wrestle an angel? I know I've had to do that in my life. I've had to come to grips with who I am, uh, who I am, not who I think I am, not who I want to be, but who I really am, which is full of light and darkness and complexity. On one level, uh, a person trying to do great things. On another level, a person with, with great struggles in my own life. Knowing at times I've done things that are embarrassing and aren't kind, although I want to be a kind person, I, I wrestle these things. And I had to come to a point in my own life where I, I went into a place and wrestled my own identity. My, I wrestled the dark parts of who I am. Understanding that I could encounter them, admit they were part of me, and then ultimately see some transformation, not by rejecting my name, but by owning my name. And then somehow receiving some kind of new identity that would help me to walk forward differently. My challenge to you or my question to you is, do you need to wrestle an angel? Do you need to go wrestle your darkness in the presence of light? Do you have some dark parts of your personality, your psyche, your behavior that you have to go in and admit and wrestle and deal with? The author Scott Peck, in a book uh, that written a number of years ago called Marching to the Beat of a Different Drummer, I believe was the book's title, he talks about this idea of what he calls a tunnel of chaos. And he suggests that this is the place that if you look at a tunnel, sort of thinking of a tunnel, on the one side is inauthentic relationship with ourselves or others, and on the other side is authentic relationship. And he suggests if you want an authentic relationship with somebody else, you need to go into the tunnel of chaos, the place where you wrestle out things and figure it out with that person. What I've learned over the years is the first person I need to take in the tunnel of chaos is myself. Before I take another human into the tunnel of chaos, and I've come to call it, because chaos just seems so violent, I've come to call it not only the tunnel of chaos, but I've called it the tunnel of challenging and candid conversation. And before you want to take another human or should take another human into the tunnel of chaos, another a friend or uh, your, your partner or your colleague or your employee or your boss or whomever, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, it doesn't matter. Before you take another human in there, this story reminds me that you got to go in and wrestle yourself. You got to go in and wrestle with the angel. You got to go and wrestle with your demons. Now, what I like about the story is, is that he didn't really wrestle his demons. He wrestled the angel, but the angel, I suppose, was wrestling the demons or the darkness or the dark side within Jacob. Now, of course, those who know this story more effectively through their tradition probably have a much better way of understanding and articulating it. But for me, when I read it many, many years ago, it, this is the kind of impact it had on me. And so my challenge to you is, 
go into the tunnel of chaos, go into the tunnel of challenging and candid conversation with yourself and wrestle that which is dark within you. Wrestle the part of your identity, which seems awkward and conflicted that you want to be freed from. Come to grips with who you are and let the angel ask you in the midst of that dark tunnel, let an angel, let the angel, however you see this, let something other than yourself ask you this question. Who are you? What are you? What is your name? And as you articulate, recognize that at that moment of owning that which you are, both light and darkness, in particular that darkness that sometimes lies within us, what Jung called the shadow, the shadow self that lies within us, that when we come to grips with it and we're honest about it, we can begin to become free to become something or someone different. I know for me, this has been a journey in my own personal life over the years. Uh, I'm still on a journey. I still got to get back in the tunnel uh, every once in a while and wrestle myself again. And so I would encourage you and ask yourself, when's the last time you went into the tunnel and you allowed an angel to ask you who you are, mark you so powerfully so that when you came out of that experience, you walked differently? Please, for your sake and for the sake of others, go into the tunnel today find your freedom and find your future and then walk forward into it limping if you need to thanks for listening and have an excellent day cheers thanks for listening in today if you've not subscribed to the uncommodified podcast yet do it today do it right now and please rate and review the show on whatever platform you listen on that would be so helpful to help us spread the word now it's time to own what you heard today Get it out of your head and activate it in your life. And when you do, tell me how you are uncommodifying yourself and standing out for all the right reasons in a very crowded world.